welcome to the Generosity Week podcast from the Church of England. Each day this week, Busala Soda Yende will be using the Bible to help us develop a faith currency which we can draw on in times of difficulty, financial and otherwise. Busola works with youth and young adults and is an elected member of the Church of England's General Synod. Welcome as we continue our six-part series on how our faith is a dominant currency for Christians to apply in a challenging economy. We will be exploring how we can demonstrate our faith practically within our circumstances. These sessions would explore biblical characters who exercised their faith and expected the supernatural provision from God to meet their needs. In the first episode, we explored how Jesus in Matthew 6, 25 to 33, encouraged us to seek first his kingdom and not to worry about tomorrow. We also read this in conjunction with one of the two greatest commandments, that as Christians, we're called to love our neighbor. We must seek opportunities to share our resources, even more so in tough times. We concluded that our faith and obedience to God can be the answer to someone's miracle. In part two of the series, we will focus on Moses and explore how God provided for the Israelites in the desert. The focus of this message provokes a somewhat challenging view that there is a season when having enough feels just right. And if we find ourselves living from paycheck to paycheck, as long as our needs are fulfilled, we ought to be grateful. Let's read together the following Bible verses. The whole Israelite community set out from Elim and came to the desert of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, if only we had died by the Lord's hands in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. The Israelites were living in a desert. The land was dry as such, and their food provision was not as before. This is especially poignant for those of us who have lived in prosperous times and are now having to adapt in a season of financial adjustment. The overriding key point here, it was for a time and purpose to take them to the promised land. However, the Israelites chose not to focus on the hope of a brighter future, but instead focused on the present and grumbled. God, in his gracious mercy, provided exactly what was needed to sustain them. He said it would test to see how content they would be. If he gave them just enough, can they be submissive? Then the Lord said to Moses, I would rain down bread from heaven for you. The people had to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they had to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. It is interesting that Moses and Aaron stood in the gap and exercised their faith and belief in what God had said. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, in the evening, you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. And in the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord because he has heard your grumbling against him. Lesson one, our faith encourages us 
to depend on him. At times, having barely enough for the day or week can be a sign of submission. It allows us to surrender all. Sometimes it is in a season of lack that our relationship with God is strengthened. As we read further on in the chapter, still some Israelites disobeyed. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much and some little. And when they measured it by the Omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much. And the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. Then Moses said to them, no one is to keep any of it until morning. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning, but it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. Lesson two, our faith refines our prayer life. Having just enough also has a positive effect on improving our prayer life. The Lord's Prayer emphasizes the need to ask God to give us our daily bread, to go each day to him. It is in our daily prayers and worship we acknowledge that God can meet and supply all our needs. This faith pleases God. In the passage we read, God provided manna for five days and on the sixth day provided a double portion to honor the Sabbath rest. I have looked at things positively to see God at work when I'm being pruned and sharpened. I seek his wisdom, I pray, and I read my Bible more. Matthew 5.3 states that blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. This dependency has been a daily reminder to offer up thanks for what he has given me. The more intimate with God we are in our prayer life, our faith is sharpened. We are joyful when life satisfies us and God's promise of a brighter future is released. Lesson number three, our faith encourages us to live a life of contentment. And he told them this parable, the ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. The parable of the rich fool depicts the futility of believing that wealth can secure the prosperity of a good life. He was mistaken. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stirs up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. How grateful are we to God for our health? And how often do we appreciate and see each day as a gift? By choosing to live a life of contentment in little or plenty, our faith encourages us to have a heart of gratitude and allows our praise to be rich towards God. For even a live dog is better off than a dead lion, it says in Ecclesiastes 9.4. As a parent, I know there are times when I have held back and given my children the bare minimum, especially when they are going shopping. There are other times when I've given them plenty, and if I could be honest, they've ended up with too many shoes that have been barely worn all year. Now we are in conservation mode. 
and they only buy what they need, which had led to less waste and more usage. God is a kind father who loves us so much. He knows what we need and is more than able to provide for us. Let's recap and conclude. Sometimes not having enough is a way of God testing our dependency on him. Are we content with our daily bread or are we storing up riches for tomorrow? Gather what you need and rest in God's peace and do not worry. Let me finish by declaring Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Next session, we will explore how Joseph faced his challenges as his life moved from valleys to mountains and back to deep valleys. However, his dependency and faithfulness to God were unwavering. I look forward to you joining me for the rest of this series. Thanks for listening to the Generosity Week podcast. We hope you found it thought-provoking and that you'll come back again tomorrow for our next reflection.